You're listening to Audio Theater in a Darker Shade. This is DarkerProjects.com. Now our feature presentation. You said you'd lost them. Well, I was quite clearly wrong. Sorry. Is that all you have to say? Sorry. Well, what else can I say? I'm sorry the vampires managed to track us down in the time vortex, and I really should have expected them to have caught up with us. But it's all pure complacency on my part? Hmm? I'll take that as a yes. I'll keep that in mind in future. Thank you, your comments have been noted. Anything else? Hold that button comes to mind. Which button? The, the flashing one. Hold it down. What's it do? You'll see. Now... I just hope this works. What are you trying to do? Uh, reboot the TARDIS power supplies, channel a great burst of the excess temporal energy through the time rotor and into the vortex. Um, what'll that do? Your octopuses can fire clouds of ink to escape attacking predators. In theory, this should do the same thing. In theory? Just look at their scanner. How close is their ship? It's close. It's very close. Good. They have to be close or else it won't work. What happens if it doesn't work? Well, their ship will materialise around the TARDIS and trap us. Don't worry, they won't be able to get in, though. Well, that's good, right? No, we'll be trapped inside the TARDIS until we die of old age. You still have your finger on the button? Oh, yes. Good. Don't take it off until... Emma? Yes, Doctor? In five seconds, I want you to take your finger off the button and hold on tight. This is going to be nasty. Okay. Emma, now! Darker Projects presents Doctor Who Time Tales. This episode, Salvage Wars, Part 1. Starring David Alt as the Doctor and M. Sierra Garcia as Emma. That little plan of mine worked. Why? Well, if it hadn't, would we have been trapped in some sort of Mobius time loop? Forever doomed to experience the same events over and over and over again? Would the universe have just winked out of existence? No, it would have just been very, very rubbish. Right, but we've landed. So what's to stop the vampires from tracking us here? Well, when you released the excess energy, I was able to pull the TARDIS out of the vortex and land without their being able to follow our energy trail. 
It's like firing off a distress flare in the middle of a fireworks display. Even when we next take off in the TARDIS, they won't be able to follow us for quite a while. Come on, let's take a look around. Give the TARDIS a chance to cool its systems down. It's an old ship. It isn't what it used to be. Oh, okay. Let's go. What's that? Hang on. Hmm. Well, it's some kind of signal. Probably an emergency distress beacon. Wait, just mm, hold for just a moment. Don't you think that's very convenient? I mean, that we just happen to land right where there's a distress beacon going off? Not at all. The TARDIS probably detected the beacon and chose this particular spot to make a landing. The TARDIS can do that? It's not a number 22 Buster Putney. The TARDIS can do a lot of things. No, it's not very far. Just a short walk. Come on. It'll be a cinch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Famous last words. Nah, I've always been rubbish with last words. Always try for something poignant and meaningful, and I just seem to come off as petulant and slightly whiny. What? Never mind. Come on, quick we do this, quick we get back to the TARDIS. Desert. Algeria. We're on Earth. Yep. How are we going to find a crashed alien ship? Tracking device. Now hurry up, we've got a lot of ground to cover and it's noon. Noon. Can't we go anywhere nice? This is nice. Mostly. What is it? What do you mean? You're being hesitant. I am? Yes. Jason did it all the time when he was trying to keep a secret. I'm not Jason. Yes. So you keep saying. I'm not. Seriously, I'm not. There you go again with the hesitation. Shh, not listening. I've got tracking devices to look at and readings to read. Mm-hmm. What year is it, anyway? Oh, uh, not an important one. You don't know. Years aren't like wines. Mostly. Now come on, all this talking is just going to make us dehydrate. Especially if we spend it with you asking me pointless questions and my having to answer them. All right, all right, all right. Just stop talking. further. Not far, just on the other end of that sand dune. Please don't tell me it's the big one. Oh, okay then. Wait. What? Can you hear something? No, not not really. What is it? People shouting, maybe a truck or two. Come on, quietly. Oh, it's coming from behind the sand dune, isn't it? Unfortunately. Who do you think they could be? You don't want to know. Honestly, you don't. Doctor? What is it you are not telling me? Where do I start? Do you want me to go alphabetically or categorically? Well, I... Uh, just the here and now, please. Okay, uh, okay, right, well, I suppose you're going to find out anyway. Just don't do the, you know, the thing. The thing? What thing? You know, the shouty anger thing, because, well, it won't help us. No. Okay, I promise. Now, what is it? Where have we landed? Well, first off, you wanted to know the year. Yes, I did. 1943. 1943?! Hey, no shouty anger, you promised. You brought us to World War II! Oh, really? Oh, I hadn't noticed. I guess I'm just really rubbish at being a time traveller. 
Um, but there's a war on? I know, I was there. On multiple occasions. So is this what you term a safe hiding place? From vampires? It doesn't matter, we've still got a moral duty to help out crashed space travellers. Especially if they've crashed in this evolutionary backwater part of the galaxy during one of your own species' best waged attempt at mass self-extinction. But, uh, World War Two. And where do you think you're going? To get a closer look at the crash site. But shouldn't we... <sighs> Fine. Keep low. We're not exactly wearing the right clothes to disguise ourselves in the desert. Who do you think they are? Honestly, I don't know. It's a big place and it was pretty much a free-for-all at this point. If we're lucky, it's the Allies. And if we're unlucky? I'm just not going to answer that one. Let's be silly. Well, now what? You just keep your head down while I have a look. Wow. Look at that ship. Do you recognize it? No, but look at this huge sand crater. This whole thing was probably caused by the thing hitting the ground at incredible speeds. I'm surprised this whole part of the desert isn't melted glass. And there's a few trucks, some tents. It looks like they've been trying to dig the whole thing out. What about the soldiers? Hang on, just let me get my opera glasses. Emma? Yes? How good's your German? Oh, this. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Can't we go anywhere without running into people who, who want to kill us? Don't worry, Emma. They don't want to kill us. Yet. Besides, these are just your average German here military, not the SS. Besides, I have German papers. Wait. You have German ID papers? Well, I have psychic paper. And also, I can speak the tongue of the Fatherland. Do you have a plan, Herr Doctor? Nine. No, no. Doctor, this isn't going to end well, is it? Oh, ye of little faith. Come on, up. Up? Yes, you're my secretary. I'm sorry, you're what? Well, we need to get our story straight. I'm Johann Schmidt, a respected doctor from Berlin, and you're Emma Meyer, my young go-getter secretary. Yeah, that works. And we just happened to walk here from Berlin. Our car was attacked by the accursed planes of the British. We had to walk here as best we could. They're not going to buy it. I'll be convincing. Besides, I can hardly slip them a few Deutschmarks. I've only got Euros. Come on. Closer to the tents. Closer! Captain! Captain Biber! Be careful, man. Be careful of the truck. Captain, look! What? Coming down the dunes, a man and a fraulein. Mein Gott! Did they walk here? No matter. Guards! Guards! Cover them, but don't fire! Hold your fire. They're unarmed. Who are you? Uh, we are from Berlin. We are sent here to investigate the craft. Yes, yes, I have papers. ID papers. Did you ask Berlin to send a scientist? No, of course they may have just sent one of their own volition. Whatever the thing is, soldiers like you and I, Lieutenant Kortig, have no real place investigating it. I wish to speak to your commanding officer. 
I am he, Captain Jonas Bieber, at your service. Ah, good, good. I am Dr. Johann Schmidt, my secretary, Emma Meyer. Guten Tag, madam. Oh, <laughs> guten Tag, Captain. Ahem. Uh, Captain Bieber, here are my peppers. As you can see, they are perfectly in order. Yes, yes, they all seem to be in order. Tell me, how did you get here? Our car was attacked by British Spitfires. We lost all our luggage and equipment. We were lucky to escape with our lives. Of course, of course. I suppose you want to look at the ship. Yes. Follow me, Herr Schmidt. Sir, how long ago was a crash? I want you to tell me everything. Surely, you were told all this in Berlin. I'm very forgetful, and all my notes were in the car. It was about three days ago. We were on watch at night time. Then the sky lit up as bright as day, as this great ball of fire shot across the sky. We drove after it, thinking that it was a crashing supply plane. Of course, as you can see. Yeah. What have you been doing since you contacted HQ? We've been trying to dig it out as best we can. But with the sun and the sheer heat, that thing itself is emanating. It's been hard work. Don't worry, Captain. Germany appreciates your efforts. Has there been any sort of movement or action from the craft? No, it seems quite dead. Wow, it's, it's pretty big. I thought it was impressive seeing it from the top of the dune, but seeing it up close, it's... it's, it's massive. Impressive, isn't it? Now, Captain, if you could have your men stand back so my secretary and I could have a proper look of the craft... Captain? I'm sorry, Doctor. Your story just seems too good to be true. Lost in the desert, yet still you managed to find your way here with only your papers, while everything else was lost in the car. How very, very convenient. I'm sorry. Are we not Darian enough to be believable? Cortig, take them to the tents. Tie them up. We will question them later. Oh, really? <laughs> Do you have ways of making us talk? Emma. What? Stop embarrassing me. This way. This is why I try and avoid World War II. None of my companions can ever stop quoting old war films. <laughs> what about the ropes and the tying up? Well, it's just part of the job description. Doctor, can I ask you a question? No, I can't stop World War II from happening. How did you... Because everyone asks me that question. World War II has to happen. But... You can change history. You have all this power and all this knowledge. I mean, surely you can just kill Hitler and, and, and that'd be it. No, can't, partially because it's such a terrible cliché. Mainly because if I devoted myself to stopping well-intentioned time travellers from killing Hitler, I'd never get anything else done. But surely you must be able to do something. I can't, Emma. History has a set path, and yes, it's cruel, yes, it's nasty, and yes, it probably indicates a harsh and uncaring universe, but that's the way it is, and we just have to deal with it. i tell you what I can do. And what is that? Untie any rope in just under two minutes. Mm-hmm. I'll believe it when I see it. Jason was crap at nuts. Oh, for the last time, I'm not Jason, and I'm getting rather tired of this skipping record routine. I'm the doctor, okay? Oh, right. <laughs> okay, sure, whatever, doctor. What are you doing now? Well, I'm going to get myself free. Then stop Captain Bieber and his men doing anything foolish around that spaceship. How are you going to do that? I'm working on it. You don't know, do you? I'm working on it. 
I don't like this. I know what you mean, Captain. It is strange to look at. No, Cortic, not the ship. I meant Herr Schmidt and the lovely Miss Meyer. I think we're being watched. We may not be the only people here with an interest in our little shooting star. I'll send out some men on a patrol of the area, sir. If anything happens, we'll know. Yes. My God! What is that noise? Captain! Captain Bieber! What? The ship, sir! It's starting to open up over here! What? Quickly, Cortic! What was that? I have the strangest feeling I know. The ship? What else? And what about the ropes? Oh. I'm out of practice. Guard! Guard! What? I need to speak to Captain Bieber now. He has no time for Englander dogs right now. And I don't have time for military idiots with more machismo than brain cells. I demand to speak to your commanding officer now. Don't you wish you'd brought the Deutschmarks? Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, hang on, wait, no. What? I'm free! Hurrah! You know, I'd clap, but I'm all tied up. Look, Emma, wait here. I need to go talk to the captain before he does something rather rash. And the guard? I'll give him some euros and tell him they're Deutschmarks. Can you see inside? No. Even with the torch, I can't see a thing. It's as if the light just falls into it. We need to make a proper investigation. Get me three soldiers, kit them up with flashlights, and send them in there. Yes, Captain. Escapee! Don't shoot! Hold your fire! <laughs> Captain Bieber. Don't send any of your men in there. <laughs> Why not, Herr Schmidt? Oh, forget the Johann Schmidt. Just call me the doctor. Anyway, don't send any of your men in there. It could be dangerous. Really, doctor? Yes. Wherever that ship is from and whatever is in that ship, you have no context, no frame of reference. It will be completely alien to you and the last thing you could do is antagonize it. Antagonize? How would you feel if you got approached by a monkey wielding a gun? What? Uh, because that's how whatever that thing in there is going to think when it sees your soldiers trampling around its ship. That's if we're lucky and the creature in there is benign. If it isn't benign, well, death. What makes you so certain? Because I deal with that sort of thing every day. I've a thousand... Uh, I've got many years worth of experience about crashed spaceships and their pilots. And if I tell you you are completely unprepared for what could be in there, then you are unprepared. End of the story. Full stop. The end. Here are the soldiers, Captain. Good man. You're sending these men to their deaths. Please, Captain. Jonas. You can put me back in a tent, tie me up, whatever, but don't put these people's lives at risk. I can help you. I'll take your advice, Doctor. Excellent. Corte, take the Doctor back to his tent. Tie him up. Yes, sir. Oh, don't be a fool, please. Come on, Doctor. This way. Don't be stubborn, Jonas. You have to listen to me. Don't go in there. Guards. Let go of me. You two, drag him back to the tent. Make sure he's not too badly injured. Right. Now that he's finally quiet, 
You three men, I want you to go into the ship and take a look around as best you can. Captain, the Englander seemed very insistent that we not go inside. I only hope that the doctor isn't right. How did he do it? I can't get if I could just this loop. Jason, what have you done to him? He wouldn't shut up, so you had to just tap him a little. He'll be right as rain soon enough. Well, could you at least untie me so I can look after him? Sorry, miss. I'm afraid we can't do that. What do you plan to do with this Dr. Engelander? He is no madman. Maybe when the real scientists come from Berlin, they can... What was that? Captain! Get guards at the hatchway on the double! I don't want anything coming in or out. Dr. Schmidt! He's still unconscious. God? Yes, Captain? Canteen. What's in that ship, Doctor? Oh, I don't know. Oh. oh, your soldier's quite skilled with that rifle butt of his. Oh, what a way to find out I have a glass jaw. Oh. Oh. What do you know? It depends on the subject. Usually it's quite a lot. The men who I sent to explore the ship... Dead? Possibly. We heard gunfire. And their screams... You should have listened to me, Captain Jonas Bieber. I didn't want this to happen, but you just had to ignore me. I oh, don't apologize. It won't bring back your men. What do we do? You stand aside and let me do this. My way. Um, Doctor? Yes, Emma? Um, do you think you could get me untied? Oh, right, yes. Hmm... Photonic shielding. Miss Meyer. Collins. My name is not Meyer, it's Collins. Oh, but you can just call me Emma. Very well then, Emma. I hope that my men weren't too rough with you. No, they weren't beating me unconscious with a rifle. That's what you're worried about. Good. I cannot stand violence towards women. Oh, really? Hmm. Well, I'd never expect that sort of attitude coming from a nuts. What the hell? Captain! Captain Biber! American troops! What? They must have killed the lookout guard. Down here, we'll be at their mercy. All men, take cover and try to hold off the enemy! Doctor, what do we do? Emma, take my hand. Captain, the ship's hull is bulletproof. Get as many men up here as you can. Doctor, we can't go inside the ship! We can't get onto the tent, come on! 
Emma, get back. You can't close the hatch, Doctor. My men are still out there. It isn't me doing this, Captain. Um, what's going on? The people on this ship clearly don't want visitors, especially if they're not the most courteous of house guests. Can't we get it open? Oh, deadlocked. I can't find any sort of hatch control. It's probably on the bridge. I just need to find it. Wait! I'm coming with you! Could be dangerous. There's no way off. This whole ship could be dangerous. Okay, but be prepared to run when I say run. Right. And what about me? Well, this is an open invitation. Come on, just be careful with that gun and be quiet. We're making too much noise. I'm trying to be as quiet as I can. I know, it's these bulkheads. They're always so noisy. It's the best type of alarm system money doesn't need to buy. There's no sign of three soldiers. They can't have gotten this far into the ship. There was a sign. A few corridors back. What was it, Doctor? Blood. Oh, no. Right, get behind me, you two. No, Doctor, I have a gun. You two get behind me. Oh, don't try and be noble. It tends to get people unfortunately killed. Just put your gun down and don't try and make any threatening moves. These things will kill us! Yeah, we don't know that yet. Perhaps your soldiers fired the first shots and the aliens overreacted. Not honestly very likely, but it's always nice to hope. Now, just slowly get back to the entry bay. But you said we couldn't get out. We're not getting out, Emma. We're just trying to delay the inevitable. Doctor. What? The way we came in. A door came down and shut it in when we weren't looking. And basically, we're trapped. Oh, my God. Put down the gun, Jonas, now. Doctor, what are they? Put down your weapons and come with us, or else you die. You've been listening to Doctor Who, Time Tales. This episode, Salvage Wars, Part 1. Written by Miles Reed. Featured in the cast were David Alt as the Doctor, M. Sierra Garcia as Emma Collins, H. Keith Lyons as Captain Bieber, David MacGyver as Lieutenant Hans Kortig, Mike Pollock as German soldiers and guards, and Brian Finnegan as Rakchek. This episode was directed by M.J. Cogburn, produced by David Alt, post-production by Matthew Blondin, music by Murray Gold, executive producer for Darker Projects is M.J. Cogburn. This has been a Darker Projects production. Visit us at www.darkerprojects.com.